0: What's up, everybody? This is another impromptu or a anything goes extra podcast. Uh, Today is Wednesday, April the 29th, and we have something to talk about. Something that we talked about in one of the earlier episodes. I don't remember the episode number, but this is big. I'm off work today. I got up early. Well, not too early, but I got up early, you know, the usual time that I would, that I would get up for work. And I said, okay, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to prep for tomorrow's podcast. I'm going to get some business done, get some outside work done. I'm going to go outside and spark up and drink water and come in and eat breakfast and do whatever I got to do today. That was on my agenda. And then I hopped on Instagram. And when I hop on IG, I see a post from the Bleacher Report. And the headline was a picture of Trevor Lawrence. And we know who Trevor Lawrence is. He is the best quarterback in NCAA football. He plays for the Clemson Tigers. And he has a national championship. He beat Alabama. The headline read that... The NCAA is moving to allow students to profit off their names, image, and like, likeliness or likeness beginning in the 2021 and 2022 season. That is such a big deal. And it's a big deal because the G League is forced, and then the G League is through the NBA. It's not through uh the NFL, but it's a the NFL, I mean the NBA developmental league. They are forcing the NCAA to get out of this slave mentality, the slave owner mentality because three top players, three top recruits, three top um high school athletes, they aren't going to play basketball in college this upcoming year. Even if, if there's a college basketball or football season the upcoming year, they won't have these three players, Jalen Green, Isaiah Todd, and I think this dude's name is Deshaun Nix, or Desh- I don't know. <laughs> but Nix is a five-star point guard, a lottery. He's projected to be a lottery pick, um, Five, this five-star recruit. Uh, Isaiah Todd, he is a um, five-star recruit. Jalen Green is the top shooting guard, and he's a five-star recruit. They said, screw it. We are going to the G League. We are going to make money. We are going to be able to profit off of ourselves instead of going to college um, to play basketball for a system who is making Almost a billion dollars off of March Madness. I have the numbers here, everybody. From 2018 to 2019, that fiscal year, March Madness made $867.5 million just off of March Madness alone, which is nothing but a big-ass tournament. The students aren't compensated for it. When you look at um, college football, this is a billion-dollar industry. This was reported in 2018. The total revenue for college sports is $10.3 billion. And the college football bowl games in the year 2017 made $448 million. And all the kids are getting scholarships and stipends. They cannot make money off of jerseys. They can't make money off of their names. They can't do any of that because you know what? We've seen so many times with Reggie Bush uh, being compensated or even just having a friend give money. We're going to take away his Heisman victory. We're not going to acknowledge him as a Heisman um, award winner when he was the best player in college football. Terrell Pryor selling memorabilia uh for, for tattoos or whatever the case may be, frowned upon. Uh we've had Maurice Clarette saying, Look, I played a year or two, I'm ready to go to the NFL, shut down. Challenge the NCAA. You had the Fab Five with Uh, Chris Webber, Jalen Rose, uh, Jawan Howard, Ray Jackson, Jimmy King. These guys changed college basketball, went with the baggy shorts, went with the black socks, uh, all black starting five, freshmen. And because Ed Martin was looking out for these guys who came from underprivileged backgrounds, who want to eat, who want to make money and have fun because they are technically employees, they're working. They will be compensated on the next level in the NBA with these massive contracts. But while they are student athletes, which student is bullshit because they're athletes first, that is a fucking job they haven't been. They're not compensated for So Ed Martin, being a guy in Detroit, made sure that these young men were taken care of and the NCAA finds out about it, it uh, a big investigation is launched, a trial is had, it ser- it's, um, severs lifelong friendships. Jalen Rose and Chris Webber hasn't been the same since. C. Webb said, Ed Martin took advantage of me. Uh, he uh, was impressionable on the young kid. You put that man in a situation to where it was a uh, fight or flight. Either I'm going to look out for myself or I'm going to look out for Ed Martin. Was he wrong? Yes. I look at it as he was wrong. He should have took his lick and kept moving. He shouldn't have threw that man under the bus. But I understand where he was coming from because he didn't know what to do. You're you're this high-profile NBA player. You're an MVP caliber player. Your team is starting to make noise in the Western Conference because he was with the Sacramento Kings. I get it, but at the end of the day, it ruined relationships. Jalen Rose was pissed Um, when we seen Michigan in the national title game, or was in a tournament. All the Fab Five players are together except for Chris Wood, but he's apart from them. This is. The NCAA is doing because they did not want athletes to be compensated or paid, but they were putting these young men, these boys, these teenagers, you're putting them on the court, you're. Letting they're they're doing what they love what they love but they're not getting paid and you send these coaches to their homes and they're building a relationship and rapport with the families and they're meeting boosters and these people know that they don't have any money they're compensating them for doing a good job for making the boosters hell of money and making the schools hell of money and the NCAA is like no stop it. There hasn't been a college uh, football or basketball game m- made by EA Sports since 2013 because former athletes were saying, hey, we need to be paid for you using our likeness. And the NCAA is like, hell no. So EA is like, we're not going to make any more games. Last year, 2019, when... uh. California ruled like, hey, these student athletes, these players can start making money here. EA was like, word, we would love to start making video games again because that is a profitable business. That is, you know how many gamers are in the country? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Who love college sports. So the NCAA being arrogant, being cocky, being who they are, they never wanted to change. They were being so fucking greedy that they were like, we want all of the profit. We want all of the revenue. We don't want anyone but us, (laughs) the athletic directors and the schools making money. But schools only give away stipends and scholarships. Do not pay these, these athletes to play. Do not let your boosters put money in these kids' pockets. Why not? Because of fucking greed. And we're seeing that around the country right now. The country is opening up when we shouldn't be. We, We should still be on lockdown and quarantine because of greed. Because of money. You have a country who is printing money at an alarming rapid rate. Every day and burning money at the end of the day, and you mean to tell me we can't survive with the country being shut down? And it's you're putting people at risk to die. This is crazy, and this was the mentality of the NCAA. They're not moving forward because they want to, they're being forced to because of one of their biggest money makers, basketball. You're about to start seeing some of the best players in the country move to the G League. They're going to forego going to college and getting that experience, that college experience where they can network and meet friends and, and you know have the time of their life. I went to school. I went to two HBCUs. I went to North Carolina A&T for two years, and then I finished at Winston-Salem State, the best, one of the best times of my life. I met so many different people from so many different areas, and I've created a bond with these people, and that was one of the best things that I could do, and you're robbing these students from doing that because you don't want to compensate them. You can actually give a college student maybe two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month, seriously. And be okay and not really feel it. And you can pay every athlete on campus because the NCAA can funnel the money to the schools through endorsements, through advertisements, through these big ass tournaments. And I mean... Every college athlete from Division 1 to Division 3. You can have a sliding scale to where you pay certain athletes this amount of money for playing this particular sport and so on and so so forth. I'm not a fucking uh, expert and I just came up with the solution in about 10 seconds. So you mean to tell me these suits can't do the same, but now you are. Now you're being forced. Now you're like, okay, we need to evolve with the times. You should have been out of that fucking slave master mentality 30 years ago. If not 30 years, at least the last 10, 15 to 20 years where these athletes are bigger, better, and the game has exploded from the NCAA up into professional sports. Are y'all following me? You see the hypocrisy around sports and around the country in general, and I'm sorry for going in on this tangent because I wanted it to be structured, of course, like I do any other um, episode, but... I'm very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about people being compensated for what they're good at. If you're good at something, and this is an old saying, if you're good at something, you should be paid for it. If you're good at something, you shouldn't do it for free. And these guys, and people are going to say, well, they're not doing and playing sports for free. Shut the hell up. They are. You're going to say, oh, my God, they're getting room and board for free. They're eating uh, three meals a day for free. They're getting a stipend. Okay, but if you are the best at what you do, or one of the best at what you do, how much should you be compensated? So you mean to tell me LeBron should just get maybe, uh, maybe what a thousand dollars a game? That'd be what eighty-one thousand uh, dollars a year, and then he's going to get a few extra. G's for you know making the playoffs, making it to the finals, and they're gonna just pay for his you know mortgage, pay for his home. That should be it by that logic. That sounds crazy. You should be paid and compensated accordingly, and these kids haven't been. So, guess what? The NBA is like, Oh, we have an idea. The average salary for a G League player player is $35,000. You can give that to an 18, 19-year-old, and they're going to be satisfied. When I came out of high school and went to college and was working, I wasn't making that much money. I was making like $8 an hour, you know, $9 an hour. It wasn't shit, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't until I graduated and got into the workforce where I've really seen some real money, and that was peanuts. So you give a a 17, 18, 19-year-old kid $35,000 over a six-month time period, they are going to love it. They're going to have a ball. And then, to make things even better, they're boosting the salary. So, In 2019, up until now, 2020, they are making it to where the best players make, what, $125,000 in a six-month time period. Oh, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. I'm taking it. Why not? Why why wouldn't I take that? Why wouldn't I go to the G League and make this money? You know what I'm saying? Y'all are gonna uh give me a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars and these this is a select contract, the professional path, a select contract, a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars over six months. And they're one of the things that I was thinking, I said, you know, what is a, a drawback of not going to college? You know what I'm saying? We touched on that a little bit. A drawback of not going to college is you're not meeting people your age. You're not mingling. um, You're not networking. And then I thought about it. I said, well, wait a minute. If you go to the G League, you're backed by the NBA. So you're going to have it's going to be an explosion to where you're going to be marketed by this. Big ass league, the NBA. You're going to be marketed. You're going. Your picture is going to be places where you never imagined. And this is going to happen while you're 18 and 19 years old. And you're going to be compensated for what you do on the court. This is a developmental league, and this is what the NCAA was supposed to be. It was supposed to be developing and molding young players to be not only. Uh, the best athlete they can be, but to be a businessman or businesswoman, a walking billboard for their brand. It is all about branding, opportunity, and compensation. And they failed at that. Who wouldn't want the NCAA pushing them, putting their name on the back of jerseys? You're getting a percentage of the jersey sales. You're bringing in, you're helping generate millions and billions of dollars. Especially the football players and basketball players and even the baseball players. Because those College World Series games are televised. Softball. track. My little cousin runs track. He's been on ESPN, ESPN too. He should have been compensated for that shit. Trey Barnes, Trey Quan Barnes, great athlete. Didn't receive a dime for the work he put in. It's the freaking truth. And I don't understand why it took them so long to catch up, but they did, and it's it's kudos to them. But now, when you have these top prospects going from high school into the G League, it's going to ruin, not ruin, let me not say ruin, but it's going to systemically affect the NCAA. But it's going to be on and popping for my HBCUs and for my college athletes, my black college athletes that wouldn't have had a chance to go to these big schools. It's your time to shine. You can go to these big programs now and you can make some money or you can take your ass to the G League and be ready for for life. Either or it's going to be great. This benefits the college athlete more than Anyone or the high school athlete, athletes, period. It makes sense. The NCAA is like our bottom line is about to be affected tremendously. Kids aren't going to come to school. A lot of these kids don't want to go to school. They're forced to go. I respect and I appreciate what the NBA is doing because a lot of these kids are NBA ready. They can come straight out of high school and into the pros and really, really be productive. But the NBA is like, no, okay, we're going to we're going to put this stop right here. This hard stop right here. Pause. We're going to put this right here and we're going to pay you to develop and be better. So when you get on the court for the world to see, your skills will be second to none. My advice to the to the high school athletes that's going to take that path, enroll in online schooling as well. Get your education. Take up finance. Take up uh, business classes. Uh, learn how to mar- do marketing so you can learn how to brand yourself. Take a a communication course or courses. You can pick up degrees along the way, minors, things of that nature, associate's degree. Just hone your skills so later on in life when you're transitioning, you already have accolades from the educational realm of society. That's my advice to y'all. Make your money, but get educated in the same sense. The NCAA is naive to think that the coronavirus, the uncertainty is the reason these kids are foregoing college basketball. No, that's not it. And it's going to be more students, student athletes that are like, We're not going to college. We're going to go make us some money. We're going to go profit off of our name and our likeness. We're not going to subject ourselves. And this is prior to the last couple of days. They didn't want to subject themselves to sanctions and fines. Michigan had their... Final four appearances vacated. The school took down the banners that the Fab Five had in the Raptors. That's fucking sick. The death penalty for SMU in the 80s. Look it up. Just look up how many programs and kids have been affected because they could not make money. And that is supposed to be the American way. You're in a capitalistic society. You should have free reign to do, free reign and range to do what you please with your likeness. Even if I'm working for you, use my likeness and give me at least half of what you make off of my name. These college students should be millionaires by the time, especially if they stay three and four years. They should damn, damn near be millionaires when they walk off of campus into their next phase of life. Some of these kids are not going to go to the NBA. They're not going to go to the MLB. They're not going to go to the NFL. They're not going to be uh, track stars in the Olympics. Their end game is college. And then they might do semi-pro or arena football. But they should be able to make an exponential amount of money while they are in college. And you can even take it a step forward, NCAA. I'm going to show you guys how. You, hire me. Hire me. Hire me. I'm going to show you how you can make this make sense right now. Just off the cuff. You let these student athletes know by their ranking, by what they're coming out of college ranked as five star, four star, three star. They have a set amount from the school that they're attending, whether it be this a big institute or a smaller one. So... They know while they're meeting there, when they commit, after the home visits or whatever the case may be, they know how much they're going to make per year. The NCAA has unlimited resources. Start training and teaching the parents or whoever the guardians are financial literacy. So not only is your child being taught and doing what they love and they're being compensated for. it. We're teaching you financial literacy and how you can help manage and maintain their money. Because you can implement, the money goes into an account, it is accessible to the parent and the student. And the parent, in order to stay on this, this student's account, we're going to teach you how to manage and maintain their money. The parent essentially is acting as an agent for their child. So they have it good. Now, granted, every parent isn't fit to handle money. That's why I said a guardian. You talk to the student and you see what works for them. So whoever it is, they're being taught by The NCAA, Bodies, Institutions of How to Have Financial Literacy. We're showing you how to make this money make money. Your child is making X amount of dollars, you know, for however many years they're here. So this is what we're doing. This is what they can do to make more money. They might not make it to the NBA or the NFL. So here you are. And then instead of making this child stay in school for four years to get a degree, you put them on a certain path. Like in high school, we had students that were going to go to college or technical school or pick up a trade, whatever. We had different pathways do that for the athlete. So at the end of two years or three years or the end of their four-year experience, they can walk into a job that's paying them just as much as they were being paid in college. There's no letdown. This is what you're doing for those athletes who don't make it to the next level and their parents are becoming more financial financially literate. So now you're rebuilding and you're rebranding and people are looking at you totally different because Instead of you just, well, not only are you catching up with the times, you're going the extra mile. And I'm telling you, you need to do this before the G League does it. Seriously. Or another league pops up and they do this. It's a simple fix. Get out your own way, become more innovative and not more and and don't continue to be reactive be proactive y'all are smart y'all are being paid for this shit then you have the president of the G League who is Sharif Abdul uh a lot of you sports fans know who he is Sharif Abdul he's he wasn't a bad player. He's no slouch. The president of the G League, and he's saying, oh, he put it out there. We're going after more athletes. We're going after more high school athletes. We're targeting those guys coming out of school to come play in the G League. They ain't letting up their hair. And this shit is real. So for the NCAA, if you want to continue to be prosperous, you will continue to push the line, you will become more in tune with the times, and you will get out of this slave owner mentality that's been holding you back since forever. Now is the time to make changes, to be more proactive, and to get your act together, because the G League and trust and believe the NFL, if they're if they have any type of common sense, they will follow what the NBA is doing. And MLB, they're already doing something like this. They have a farm system. But the NBA, they just turned it up a notch and I love it. So. Everybody who's listening, who's supporting, who uh, who's at work or at home, whatever you're doing, be safe, and have a great day. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm out.